Previously on The Crown, a smog descended upon London, and Winston Churchill thought it would be best to do absolutely nothing until his assistant got hit by a bus and died, which changed his opinion on everything. And in an act of heroism, he rallied all of London behind him and maintained his good reputation. Except apparently none of that happened. So it's coronation season, this time on the Lord of Grantham podcast. You should see me in a crowd. I'm gonna run this nothing to hell. Watch me make them bow one by one by one. One by one by. You should see me in a crowd. And once again, we are back. Here we are. Doing it doing it again over over the phone. Yeah, and it's working out. It's working out. No complaints so far. <laughs> Not much of anything. I, I you know, I'm starting to wonder how is the crown going over with our fans? I, I haven't really heard any much feedback, you know, recently. <laughs> I do feel like Downton has a lot more of a vocal fan base and I don't know if we've even tapped into the crown fan base. I mean, I follow the accounts on Instagram. I like some of their images. But I think it, one 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 good thing about the Downton uh, pod was that it was easy for us to drop into Downton groups mm-hmm. and drop Downton hashtags without worrying about spoilers. And granted, this is for the most part we assume historical. Yeah, for the most but part, I still I still don't feel comfortable dipping my toes into like Reddit for the Crown because I don't want spoilers everywhere. Reviews <laughs> the Queen's life really, yeah, it's gonna really ruin the show for you. Spoiler well, I, alert: She's okay, still alive. So, so let's open open the floor to the fans. What do you What do you fans think? If let's hear some some feedback, tweet us. Yeah, are you pleased with our coverage of the Crown? Do you want us to just watch Down Abbey again? I'm feeling. I, mean, I'm, the, <laughs> I would say no. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. The more we watch the Crown, though, man, I'm kind of feeling I want to go back to just watching Down again. I don't care if it's for the third, fourth, fifth time. <laughs> We're, we're we're working through the crowd the, the crown this episode without jumping too far into it I'm I'm in the groove I've I've been saying it every time and I'm I'm enjoying it it's a little long in the tooth every episode it feels like homework every week for me <laughs> it really does it just feels like this education lesson I did not agree to that I am now it's like a class you sign up for in college like oh that sounds good on paper and then you're like four sessions into it it's like oh no and then you can't cut out from the class because. It'll go down on your record, so we're in it. <laughs> well, we have to make it at least through season one. I mean, yeah, no, that, that that's a given. Like I said, we're I'm I'm in it, <laughs> like so, it or not. I mean, I I would even venture to say that we should make it through the end of this cast before even making a call to do something else, because as our our friend Kevin told us. There's an episode in season two that is right up of our alley. So right, and uh, I don't want to go knocking knocking this show until we've hit what might be the peak of it right and there's an episode that's supposedly later in the season that's like supposed to be mind-blowing we we haven't gone on reddit we don't know what could be mind-blowing but i don't know what yeah we're five episodes in how many more five more yeah 10 episode season because they felt the need to make this okay. 10 episodes <laughs> okay <laughs> like no christmas every Netflix either. thing that we know of yeah yeah so it's season one, episode five. Mm-hmm. The smog has cleared. Yep. And uh, and 
bigger bigger things going on here though uh, bigger deals heavier things the coronation is afoot there's going to be a crown a big old thick crown um the episode again it opens with uh jared harris uh you know he's at smoking his, he's smoking he's at his desk with some paperwork probably the checks that he's collecting uh and you know he's uh he's he's about to be accepting that crown sooner soon enough yeah they bring it in. He tries it on. It's good to see him again. Good to see Jared Harris in there. Good to see him wearing the crown for once. Yeah. It, it's uh, and a really good cut in this scene when they cut from him to Elizabeth. Very stylistic. Right. So so Elizabeth, as a child, is watching him put this crown on. That This crown doesn't fit his head. It, it's, mm-hmm. wo- it's weebly wobbling. Um, but then, yeah, it cuts forward to... Adult Mary, uh, adult Elizabeth putting on the crown. It actually fits her head. She got a smaller head. A smaller head. Than her than the than the king. Oh really? I I took it as him having a smaller head. Hence it wibbling wobbling. Because I thought it was like her having too, more. Is it too big on him? Yeah, I think it's too big on him. He's, oh okay. He hasn't got a big enough head, and she's got. A I was lot just of... I was just starstruck that Jared Harris came back. <laughs> Have you ever worn a hat, Dave? Do you know how those fit on your head? Nah. <laughs> All right. But, well, I mean, she's got a lot of volume in her hair, so I imagine that's really helping with keeping the, to stabilize that crown on her head. Yeah, yeah, that's like a pad. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's a natural pad. Yeah. Um, and as we find out, it's a it's a five pound thing that they have to wear in their head too. That's a lot of that's a lot of thing to wear on your head. A lot of weight. A lot of gems. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, they 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 kind of have this like wink and nod between older Elizabeth and Jared Harris. Like, hey, we're well, looking at us, look at us two here. We're wearing crowns. Who would have thought? And uh, there's the good line of, can I can I borrow this to to get used to wearing it? And the person, the handler's like, well, who who else could have it that you could you know, who who do, who do you have to ask? You're the queen, right? Of course you can borrow it. Yeah, you get you get to keep it. It's uh, yours. Wear it around the house. Right. And and then Mufasa walks in, and he's wearing a crown, and they're like, wait, Mufasa, give it here, man. Give give us the crown here. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that did not happen. Um, we do see a little moment, though, in the, the flashback to uh, King uh, George putting on the crown with Tommy LaSalle showing up with the darkest hair color you've ever seen to hmm. let you know he's younger. <laughs> Even though he's... He, he doesn't look old, old. He looks like a, maybe in his fifties. Right. I mean, I think he looks his age. Yeah. I, I guess well, you have to just tone black to blacker. Yeah. Did they? Is, do you think they actually dyed his hair for all that, or did they think they just like digitally painted on darker hair? Because it was a next level shade of black, and to have him dye that for a single day for this show. I mean, they probably Mosley it. They put some whatever Mister Mosley puts in That's his true. hair to darken it. Yeah. So it didn't stick around. Okay. It was it was a it was an interesting look. Uh, it was like that's jet black, and he's still like in his thirties. And I'll tell you, Dave, as a guy who uh, we're, you know, we're thirty one, but I'm starting to see some gray hairs. I it, I can't imagine he was jet black with the hair at like late late thirties there with that kind well, of. I feel job. like jet black is the easiest dye, right? That's true. So so at some point he stopped uh, doing the dye, I guess. Uh, maybe yeah, a little bit, a little bit. I mean, yeah, a guy named Tommy, he, he was definitely dying his hair. I'm I'm curious, and I, I did, again, to, to keep on brand with what we've been doing with this podcast, his name is Thomas, correct? 
you would assume his his birth name can, or is his birth name Tommy because everyone calls him Tommy. Yeah, I don't know. That's an that's an interesting point. Yeah, I don't you know. You would assume that his birth name is Thomas, but the fact that the queen calls him Tommy, it's either he's he's high ranking well, and has enough pull. No, I mean, I, I imagine she's calling him Tommy because she's known him since she was a child, and maybe that was her name of affection for him. And she, everybody kind of calls him Tommy. Well, you, you know, we all have these names that we're stuck with that we don't want sometimes. It, I just think it's very interesting that this diplomatic man is called Tommy. It's so strange to me. Yeah. Yeah. It is It is strange. I'll give you Especially that. Especially because Tom is another potential nickname, which is less childish. Maybe there's someone else with the name Tom around there, and they just, you know. Yeah, Branson. Yeah, Tom Branson, Tom Barrow. <laughs> Tommy LaSalle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so anyways, though, the, there, there's an interesting dichotomy in this episode. It, it, it kind of focuses on, on two ends. It's the queen in her coronation and a lot of back and forth with Phil and how that's going to go down. But then there's the other side of this, which is all the Duke of Windsor and how he's reacting to Our all boy. this. Our boy. Yeah. It, it's, it's an interesting lens into marriage. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. And which sacrifice. Right. Right. It's it's interesting, like, almost seems like so much of The Crown is just about marriage so far. It's like, I didn't know I signed up for that, you know? Yeah, and <laughs> it, it's about the... I think it's kind of like gender roles, too, to a certain degree. Yeah, for sure. At the time. They're they're very parallel in their er, in their themes, not necessarily in the way the story's told. Mm-hmm. No, that, that's fair. So which angle do we want to start off with? I, th- I think... Let's start with the Phil one, because I think the, the Duke of Windsor brings it all around. Yeah, so in a controversial move, the queen wants her husband to head the coronation committee. Yeah. I mean, it's never been done before. There's a history, you know, of this ceremony going on forever and they they're all up in arms about this as everything with well, Prince Phil. The, it's this it's the Duke of who is the one that always does it? I meant to write this down. Norfolk. Norfolk. The Duke of Norfolk is supposed to be the one who does this. <laughs> and they say, who, Generations has done it. Yeah, and they say, how would the Norfolks feel about this? And it's like, well, who cares? gives a crap about Norfolk? <laughs> yeah, and, and I was also thinking watching this episode, this is the last coronation ceremony in history. Up to this point, yeah. Which is pretty crazy to think that a big component of this is whether or not it's acceptable to have uh, television cameras there, which is mm-hmm. Philip's big pet project right. getting this broadcast to the people and in this day and age it would be unquestionable that they have that there probably whenever they you know coordinate the next person um i was thinking about that actually while i was watching it is like so her son prince uh prince charles yeah i guess he would be the next right even though he's old not it wouldn't be his yeah. it wouldn't be uh prince uh edward or whatever or no, not Edward. What, the, what am I, I saying? Know. What am I saying? It's Prince Henry, right? Harry. What? It no. wouldn't skip the. It wouldn't skip <laughs> a generation. I don't know the current youngest prince of England. Uh, the first name, Prince Charles. No. <laughs> we're we're Americans. We are Americans. Either way, okay. So we'd go to the oldest one. <laughs> Sorry for my embarrassing lack of knowledge of the, of the royalty. I, I I just don't care enough about them. Um. So anyways, uh, yeah, the queening, the, the, as I keep referring to it. This is the queening going on. Um, yeah, she's just going to sit around here 
queening. <laughs> queening. It kind of seems like a play on the words of like preening almost, you know, like. Oh yeah, that's the that's absolutely the point. Check her out, and then you know she does that later in the episode. She gets up there on the chair and just throws her arms up in the air and just has everyone look at her. She's and, preening. And queens, yeah, she's just queening. Yeah, exactly. Um. So, anyways, I was, yeah, she, he, like Princeville, like while they're at the opera, I thought that was interesting. So they went to like uh, the playhouse to watch this thing, and it's it's interesting to see the queen and the uh, Prince Phil like out on the town, like getting their photos mm-hmm. taken and stuff, uh, just having a life. Uh, but he he says to her like yeah. I want complete control, and you know she's like, "All right, you'll have it. Probably won't go over easy." It, it, but it's funny. She, he, he has one other thing he wants. He does not want to bend the knee. Right. Like that's I'm your, his wife. That's not his queen. What an idiot, man! Like, come on. Like that is the queen of England. Who the hell are you? She could put your put you back in Greece really fast, dude. Like, if you mm-hmm. if you love someone. You bend the knee. D- bend the knee. I ain't, you ain't too proud to beg, sweet. <laughs> Come on, man. Just do it. Yeah, you know he just, just gotta bend the knee. Just for a second. Just just a little bit. Um, but yeah, it's, it's fascinating. And, and she, you know, she's just asking of him also just to be around more too, because he's like, yeah, and aren't you around he, the whole time? <laughs> you know, he's he takes a, a line out of Mark McGrath's book in this one. What's he that? He just says, "I just I just want to fly." Yeah, he, he does want to fly so high. He says, look, put your arms around me, baby. I just want to fly. <laughs> like a birdie, I'm so high in the sky. All right, enough with the sugar ray for the. For and then episode. she says to him, all around the world, statues crumble for me. And who knows how long I've loved you. All right, all right. <laughs> uh, enough of that. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, so... He, he he's putting together the the whole thing. He he's going to have the cameras there. But the people the 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 Duke of Norfolk and the whole gang including mm-hmm. Churchill are not all that thrilled about all of this stuff. Nor should he wants they to be. make this he like, wants to make the ceremony a lot more streamlined and easy to consume because he says the public is not in on this whole process. Right, and, he uh, wants I, to make it all a lot more easy for everyone to be involved with, rather than some archaic ceremony. And everyone else is like, "No, let's keep it archaic." Like I understand his, his you know, overtures to really modernizing the whole queening and coronation and all that stuff, but at the same time, to just cut out Norfolk and insert yourself, it's like, come on, dude, who are who are well, you? He doesn't insert himself. Well, no, but he like to you know not want to bend a knee and like just you know change things. Without consulting the proper people, I, I think it's like maybe an understanding on his part that he'll get shut down immediately, and his only way to get things done is, is through Elizabeth. But I don't. I hate it when people do back channels to get things done. Like if you want to see change happen, you gotta follow the certain protocol that's been set. That's been set for a reason, you know, because you're gonna offend other people like the Norfolk. So you, you don't know what repercussions that can have. As history tells us, nothing happened. But you know, you just don't want to yeah, do it, those things. It, it, that's one thing about the whole the whole process of this coronation, and maybe we'll see it in the next episode, but knowing this show, we won't. There's no consequence for... There's no moment where something goes a little wrong. And again, that's the historical aspect. But then again, as we learned last episode, we don't even know if this happened like this. So <laughs> she, didn't, now, she never got there's crowned. A, there's, <laughs> yeah, there's a shadow of doubt on more or less everything that I see on this show now. But uh, back to the point... 
there's no there's no flub or anything like that. It all seems to go swimmingly. For the, to the I point mean, that well, aside from you know Elizabeth and Phil having a whole tiff, you know. Yeah, uh, but that's what, just what a marriage mean? problem. No, that that's like the big like you know keep scene of this episode i think is their, their fight about him you know not wanting to bend the knee and like you know where they are in this marriage you know he's he told her you know i want to be with my wife and not just the queen you'll make an exception and she's like no i'm not going to make an exception and like this will definitely have ramifications because like you just see phil being marginalized and it just upsets him like when he get when he goes spoiler well i mean when we get to the end of the episode, when we get, he starts to bend that knee, he's giving her a look of like, I'm doing this for you, but I don't like this. Like, he, do, he isn't happy about this. He's learning his role. It's going to take him some time. Well, you're, you're God only, knows they're still, to, they're still together. Yeah, I know, but you're, you're going way too easy on Phil here, man. Like, it, he's literally you you, just... Who, so you're not on Phil's... You're on Liz, Elizabeth's side. What do you mean? So you're saying I'm going easy on him because I know I'm, I'm saying I identify his struggle with his yeah. struggle. Yeah, I, th- I mean he should bend the knee. Yeah, I'm on Elizabeth's he, side. And, and yeah. spoiler alert, he bends the knee. Right, I, I'm on Elizabeth's side. He he should do it. No questions asked. You know what you're marrying into, you idiot. Like, what what do you think is going to happen? Well, I think he's he's the kind of guy that you give him an inch, he's going to take a mile. She says he says I'll do this for you, mm-hmm. but you I need complete control. And she says okay. And then he tries to 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 not bend the knee. He wants to have all kinds of uh, more. Apparently, he had to tone down some of his technical uh, desires with this. Mm-hmm. So, with like no, they say like no zooms, no close ups, all very simple to the point camera work. So, Phil Phil's he took the mile and he didn't even get it. And he wound up take, giving, giving it back all but the inch that he was offered. Yeah. I mean, at least he got it on TV. He got the, the whole thing on TV. Yeah. But, uh, I, yeah, sure. Yeah. No, I, I don't. The, the, so that's the thing is like, so that's the, the big drama. Of this episode is their marriage. And I, from my understanding, I think this show is going to go further in that direction in terms of, you know, the rift there. But I, you, you know, they they gotta be dramatizing this. They're still married, you know, fifty something years later, and like, oh yeah, I, again, yeah. Now that I kind of doubt the show, it's like hard for me to buy into this drama here of Phil and her when it's just like, really, did that really happen? <laughs> and I, I wonder how much of it is his literal versus how much of it has some implied basis in overheard conversations or. Or implied this, that, and the other. Or like, yeah, later revealed letters or something like that. Yeah, and if that's the case, then I guess we just need to settle into the fact that there's some fictionalizing going on in this show, which is fine, I guess, but we don't changes know. the way we're watching. It's not a historical document. I, I didn't have my time to look up what was accurate and not for this episode. So I mean, nothing a- after last week, I kind of don't want to know. <laughs> I mean, I as far as I can imagine, this there's how much could they really change outside of dramatizing the Phil and the Queen drama? Because there not too much happens in this episode, really, in terms of streamlining historical events. I mean, uh, the the because the thing is, at least we know about the Duke of Windsor is that he did write nasty letters about his family. Which oh yeah, do we want to jump of. over to Uncle Dave? Yeah, I think I think I think so. Do we want to get to the connecting tissue of why he comes to London? 
Yeah. His mom, the mom's passing away. She, she's not. She's Queen Mary, the Dementor. <laughs> Queen Mary, indeed. She is. She is uh, going to the other side. Um, they, they tell him that she doesn't have long to live, and he's, he's got to go back and give his respects. To yeah, he has to go spend his time with his smug, stinking relations, as he says. Yeah. Uh, so I found this dynamic interesting there, where so. What we saw in the previous episodes is that Queen Mary doesn't like her her son, the Duke of Windsor. Really, she she begrudges him for leaving for that woman all the time. But there is that quiet moment where he's you know smoking cigs with her in bed, and he pa- passes her one, and she tells him to like you know please stay, you know, which I thought mm-hmm. was like a, a little heartfelt moment. And then you know the next scene, he's just like, man, I'm my mom's still such a drag. I don't want to be here. It's like man, he, she- he refers to her like as icy. Right. All the, like, ice is his word to describe his, his mother. Yeah. Sure. I mean, it, it, I... I he might, but, but he, he, I guess the whole thing with, with him this episode, aside from it going on about his sacrifice, is that, or rather, it is his, the implications of his sacrifice. And he he is in love with his wife, and he's very happy, seemingly happy in his house in Paris, but... The the theme with him is that there's a lot of regret as to what he gave up. Oh yeah, yeah. Sort of begrudging regret too. Oh, absolutely. And as the episode starts with with him with this sort of film crew documenting his new home and I found that situation stuff hilarious. <laughs> it reminded me of like a Wes Anderson movie. Oh, I think it's supposed, it's supposed to be playing to the hilt a little bit of like, okay, he's back in Paris. And now, like, let's show his glamorous lifestyle that he has. And it really isn't all that glamorous. And they don't even know really how to present it. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, the wife is like, oh, we have to actually talk about our lifestyle? And they just don't And then don't he refers know. to the fact that they get paid more to talk about, to give, like, tips. Right. Cooking tips or something like that. <laughs> he says, like, men should always dress well or wear a well-cut suit. And it's like, is that all you have? And it's like, yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, uh, so you know he, they're out there living in Paris. Uh, they found the small place that they can. And when they say small place, it's actually a really nice, like mansion-ish place. Yeah, it's it's glamorous that he can pay for with his small amount. Um, but yeah, th- there's that moment where the reporter is like, "Why aren't there any pictures of you wearing a crown?" And he's like, I, "I never wore it." And you get that little wistfulness in him that he he's he's missing out. He missed out on being deemed mm-hmm. a god. And I, you know, so they keep playing that back and forth of like he loves his wife and you know that really and i believe him that's what he's all about you know he's writing these letters to her about how much he cares about her and stuff and there still is that that little piece of him that he just he gave up all yeah, the power he gave, he gave up all the power in the world and, and you see that too and like so so he he thinks he's going to be able to attend this this coronation you know he, he's family and they approach him to not go yeah, Tommy and that archbishop. They don't yeah. want his wife there. And he like tells him off like like it's been 17 years since I abdicated the throne. What do you, like what what do you want from me? And they just don't want him to be there. He even calls well, they, the, they really don't want his wife there and they're saying, "Look, we know you're going to put up a stink. Mm-hmm. So just don't come." And I find that so fascinating too how his even his wife seems exhausted about the whole thing of them not recognizing her uh, as like, you know, 
a piece of him, you know, where, where mm-hmm. she's like, oh, you're going to visit home. I can't visit. And he's like, no, you can't come with me. Like, I'm sorry. It's just not going to work out. Um, and it is, it is a little sad because you're thinking in the moments of his mother passing, there might be some redemption, no, no. but no, there's not. You messed up, man. You're too and, pride. And, and sometimes you too mess prideful. up. Too prideful. Yeah. yeah. Too proud to beg. But it's, sometimes you, you just mess up for life. You, you can't walk that one back. And look, as this episode shows, she did get the title of Duchess, which is what he wanted. So yeah. she she won out okay. You know, she's going to go down in history as a duchess. Like, what and else? he does come up with some compromise to make it less of a dramatic story. Right. He and says, I, I didn't write down exactly what he what he asks. He, yeah, he tells them to say that Archbishop. Yeah, he tells them to say like, um, it's a thing where if you aren't part of this anymore, and if you weren't like part of the crown or whatever, like it's okay for that person to, or it's they're not okay to attend because they're just not part of the whole royal line anymore. But uh, yeah, but you do get the sense that. You know, after the mother passes away and they're all together, and he, you know, he has a moment with, the, with Elizabeth where he tells her to, you know, keep hold of something that matters to him because he knows she'll do it. Maybe there, there's a change of heart because you know he's told that it's actually from the queen alone, uh, herself who says she doesn't want him to come. But maybe, mm-hmm. maybe he'll attend. And it does that switcher where they show him getting dressed up, but it's just to watch it in the living room of his home with a bunch with of all these guests, right? Who don't kind of like a like watching like the TMZ TV show, just sort of ragging, riffing on what they're seeing. Right. They don't even seem to be paying that close attention. It seems like they're all kind of talking in the background while he's explaining what's going on, and they just don't care. Mm-hmm. But uh, and you can see how that it's really even more than like some of the crying. He he goes like you can see how invested he is because he's walk, talking through all the the steps because he knows all of them because I'm sure they're preparing him yeah, for this one yeah. day. Um, and and we see the anointment is sort of the big deal that is brought on a mm-hmm. lot in this episode. The fact that when you are anointed queen, you are sort of touched by God and, and mm-hmm. you are a vessel of the Lord himself. And the people are sort of the, the guests at, at um, the Duke's little viewing party are kind of saying, Oh, how come we can't see that? And, and it's, Bigger than Sorry, y'all. dude. <laughs> it's bigger. Sorry, dude. It's a bigger deal. That's 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 God. Right. That's God. So it's just a lot of hot oil action going on, really. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, the priest does have to to make a comment that he's not comfortable making, and the queen like smirks at him. Mm-hmm. It's kind of funny. Right. Uh, and uh, yeah, they put the oil on her, and then the, the TV cameras are back, and, and then we see she floats. The power of God. Yeah, and it kind of looks like the end of um, the the most recent Star Wars movie, where all these people start chanting, <laughs> "You know, God save the Queen." Also, I thought she. I, this goes back to our, our lack of knowledge of royalty and everything. I thought she was the only one with the crown. And then all these people in the crowd pull up their yeah, own crowns. Crowns. Where do they come from? <laughs> Why does everyone have a crown? What do you have to do to get one? And they all seem like pretty different crowns. Like, oh, what kind of crown you got over there? Right. What's right. your crown looking like? Yeah. So, you know, kudos to all those who got a crown. <laughs> you know, maybe it's all the, all those people outside that, you know, they probably feel bad. They don't have one, too. You know, they're the ones yeah, who care. Them up. Just get, get crowns for all of them. 
Five yeah. pounds of gems. Yeah. As Phil says, those are the people who care, or the people out there, you know, what about what's going on here. Um, yeah. And that- but they, they, they sold me, though, when, when the Duke of Windsor says, you know, look, I could have all that, but I got this woman right here. Let me tell you something, though. <laughs> well, they, they really lean heavy into the fact that that's the thing, and then they show him with the, the, bag- the bagpipe just bawling. Terrible, terrible. Like, they clearly just... The guy could not cry on, on command, and they just dropped water in his eyes. They're the most wet eyes I've seen on in, in media in some time. Like mm-hmm. y- your eyes don't just well up like that, like that without the tears streaming down your face because they're not really. Te- there, there should be some tracks of tears on there, but there aren't. There's just welled up eyes where he's just playing. Yeah, he's just uh, the he's world's just smallest, the world's smallest bagpipe. That, that's what he's playing. Yeah. Dave, do you ever harp on on your bass when you're having a, a lonely or sad time? Well, I mean, my brother's a bagpiper, so I should ask him if that's where he goes when he's <laughs> going to cry. Yeah. Because it is an if you've never been present of a single bagpipe, it is deafening in a closed area. <laughs> it is such a loud, loud, loud instrument. So you're saying it's a good instrument to really like speak for you. Just, it's a good instrument to play when you want to go somewhere where no one's going to come near you so you could cry. <laughs> and that, and that's, you know, I wonder if that's another reason why Grandma didn't like him is because he just would play this noisy instrument around the house, the bagpipe. Just couldn't mm-hmm. deal with it. Yeah, she just, you know, why why would you want that? <laughs> yeah, get it out of here. Um, yeah, that that's the, the whole episode, you know. Yeah, that's the ball. That, that's really it. I mean, there is some like, like you said, there's a lot of good small touches here. Like when um, the way Duke of Windsor says to his wife, "Shall we, you know, bang?" and then it cuts to him pounding out a cigarette, which you know is like a euphemism for they banging. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you didn't you didn't notice that, Dave? No, I didn't. I guess not. Did you even hear what I just said? Yeah, I heard. I was look, trying to look something up about the the, the Duke. Well, what did you find? I, nothing. <laughs> okay. All right. I do like that there's that little bit of bonding, too, of, you know, I thought the grandma's smoking habit was kind of secretive, and then she's just, you know, lighting, she's smoking one up with her, with her son. Yeah, well, I guess in that time, cigarettes are not um, vilified or stigmatized the way they are now. Mm-hmm. It's true. So I'm sure it's just once you're... We don't even know if her lungs gave out. Also, I looked it up. She's 85 when she died. Yeah. She's smoking until the end. 85 in the 50s is a ripe old age. People, yeah, people smoke... Can, still today can smoke a lot and still live a long time. Yeah, I'm, these, this royal family, they must be filling them with some sort of... I mean, you look Blood at all infusions or something like that to keep them alive. Well, you look are, at that's old. Look at any of the presidents, any of the rich folk. They all live to be old because they got the best people taking care of them. It happens every oh. time. Okay. Yeah. Well, either way, she's still de- she's just smoking. How do you hanging. think? How do you think Trump is still doing okay, man? He has the worst diet of anyone. He eats just burgers, and he's still, yeah. he's still hey. ticking. Yeah, he's still ticking. He's he's got that uh, the, the that blood transfusions. They're giving him young man's blood. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Just like they're giving the queen young woman's blood. Queen Mary, young woman's I mean, blood. how old is Queen Elizabeth today? She's 93. She looks like she can still take a, people in a fight. Yeah. 
<laughs> Prince Phil is still alive and he's 98. Come on, man. Yeah. Yeah. He 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 will never die. He'll I don't transcend. And I, th- I read a quote from him saying that his worst fear is to live to be 100. And it's like, well, Phil, you're almost there, buddy. So what about 101? Is that okay? <laughs> I think 101 is okay. He said that, yeah, you know, once I get well, past trans- that year. That, that's his transcending. That's his That's his age 30. It's uh, year 100, actually. Um, it's just his old man butt and, the you know. He's- <laughs> Come on, man. Um, we did gloss. It's been, o- a, been a few episodes. It's been a few a few episodes. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll see. I'm sure we'll see it again. Um we do get uh, a moment though where uh, the Duke says to the priest, he calls him "old uh, Lang Swine," yeah. which deeply offends the priest. I thought he was going to cold cock uh, the Duke of Windsor, but he just rushes out of the room. That was a very uh, Dowager Countess comment. Mm-hmm. Full of that sass. Felt, that felt good. That felt good to get he, a little. It felt like we were back in downton abbey briefly he's full uh, he's full a bit of quips i mean in this episode there they have the moment where the guy in the crowd in the room with him says man this whole thing is crazy and he's like no it's not quite crazy it's godly or or you know like next level whatever not next level <laughs> it's it's godly um yeah it's god tier is what he calls it. It, it it is did he say that no <laughs> isn't it like a kanye lyric this is it like god's dream um anyway so God save the queen, and I, I hope she uh, she's okay. Yeah, yeah. I hope she's okay. Well, we know for a fact that she's still alive, so she's at least healthy. Yeah, I do like also uh, when the Windsor is like, "Oh, we can't show this oil thing. It's not for us mere mortals." As the camera, or as the show cuts to us promptly seeing it thereafter, like, well. Yeah, our, my my eyes were burning when that was happening. <laughs> so God was speaking to you. Oh yeah, God was saying, "Close, close those eyes." Yeah, yeah. I, I do find it fascinating the whole thing about the Duke. But like, he hates his family so much, but yet he kind of wants that kingdom thing, being the king thing. And it's it's interesting. Like, can you put up with your family for like for whatever it's worth? You know, and for some people, it's just you can't. You can't do it. Not going to do it. If they're not going to accept who I love, it's not so much love me for being me, love me for who I love. It's just like. I, well, how how much of it is like he dug the hole and now he has to sit in it? I think a lot of it is he dug the hole. Like the fact that he passed the buck entirely to his brother is just like, dude, come on. Like, And I, I know he loves his wife, but in, in, I wonder how much of the negativity towards his family is just a way to appease her, to make her feel like. She's not missing anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then how much of it is just actually him hating them? Because I'm sure it's a nice mix of both. Right. Everyone is so icy. And he's yeah, he's a warm he's a warm blooded man who wants to get it on with his wife all the time. Yeah, in his in his Parisian mansion. Right, right. This modest mansion in Paris. So funny. D- Dave, did it throw you also to like the way Phil was talking about innovating the whole like crowning and stuff. It, it was just interesting to think like when I think of Queen Elizabeth and like Prince Phil today and just from our lives, they seem like the most stodgiest, you know, representation of like old England or whatever London and like, or the UK. Like it's weird to think that they are like young at once really wanted to like change things up and make it exciting. Cause they just represent the most stodgiest of like, 
I don't know. Well, I mean, they were also younger people, and then when we when we were born, they were old people. Right. They've been old for like thirty years. Yeah. They're like a hundred. Yeah. So yeah, it just threw me a little bit to see that they had a mind at one point that was just like, let's think towards the future, whereas they re- represent so much of the past. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, I guess that's a show. The show in a nutshell. I mean, we got a little bit of Churchill this episode, not much. Churchill again trying to talk down Phil. Right. He sits down in his meeting with the Queen, and she's like, "Oh no, this is about my husband, isn't it?" And he's like, "Uh, you yep. think? <laughs> Who else? <laughs> it ain't about Tommy." Smash cut to Phil with the drones all over the. Yeah. And it's funny, we don't get much, again, much Prince Margaret, Princess Margaret. I feel like it, it's so... Not at all. She's just in the background. Right. And I'm, I know next time we see her, it'll be something to do with Pete. And it's like, I wish she was more of a character. She seems... She's a person. Yeah, there's, there's no relationship with her sister, so to speak, on this show. Right. And it's just so fascinating. We know more about the dead king's brother <laughs> than, you know, her live sister. But, you know, whatever. Yeah, I guess give, give it some time. Give it give some, some time. time. Yep. We have a whole half season to get through the rest of this. That's true. That's very true. Yeah, another five hours. All right. Well, let's get to the power rankings, right, Dave? I mean, was this a good episode? This was a. I mean, this is an important episode. Yeah, I liked it. I liked. I. I liked the way they treated something that is very important with such seriousness, and you know, taking the time to table set and everything. Yeah. No. It, mm-hmm. it, it was. It was. It was good. And it was good to see all Richard Harris or Jared Harris back for yeah. one scene. Right. You know, he's got, they got to make do on what they paid him. All that Netflix money. Yeah. Yeah. So on the downwards uh, slope, I got grandma at number three. Okay. She's dead. <laughs> I, she was on my downward slope last week. Now she's definitely, she's just done. Okay. I got, uh, I got the Duke of Windsor, Uncle Dave. Okay. He that moment with him with the bagpipes really sealed the deal. Like he, he missed his opportunity, and he clearly loves this life that he can't have. Yeah, he sacrificed for love. He would do anything for love, and he did do that. He did turn down the <laughs> crown. But maybe sometimes you shouldn't do that. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> All right. Well, at number two, I got on the downward slope. I got Prince Phil. Okay. He, like he's just increasingly getting marginalized. He had to bend the knee. He had to give it up. Just rough times for him. It is, this is not the marriage he expected. And I don't know what he was expecting, but it ain't that. So, all right. Sorry, dude. Well, I got the Duke of Norfolk as number two. <laughs> those poor Norfolk, Norfolks. Yeah, you know. You know that's tradition going on. All of those families, or all those coronation ceremonies. No yeah. go for him. He gets ousted, mm-hmm. and then we get to basically watch him puts around Phil's production facility and just doesn't they call it an unconscionable unconscionable vulgar vulgarization yeah so they they you know wait they didn't get their way say say the name again the what duke of norfolk norfolk because i have the hardest time pronouncing a norfolk i always find like I'm, i'm saying like two different words norfolk Norfolk. Norfolk. Yeah. Anyways. Tell us on the Twitter if we're doing it right, incorrectly or correctly. <laughs> yeah. We're, how much did we get wrong this episode? So who you got a number one? The Duke of Windsor. The dude's bawling at the end of the episode, playing his little bagpipe. 
his tiny little All bagpipe right. and you know wouldn't it be great if he was terrible at the bagpipe <laughs> yeah no I, I, just I, indulge I, his his rich person vices I, i'd love that yeah he just actually doesn't know how to play he's just playing for himself <laughs> he's just making noise to cry right <laughs> well at number one may she rest in peace is is queen mary <laughs> We knew it was she going expired. that way. Imagine the show. Imagine the show just took a turn. It was like, you know what? She actually isn't. She's not dead. She's two hundred. Yeah. Um, it is funny though how the Duke is just like when he sees the people take a picture of him. Like she's turning. She's doing better. I heard. She's doing okay. What's uh, with that? Can't they just be like she's an old lady who's d- gonna die soon? Right. Why do you have to say better? Can't you just say she's doing okay? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to see how she does. I'll come back out and tell you guys later. Um, yeah, don't worry about don't worry about it. Yeah. Also, That's it's crazy how much. Right, it's crazy how much press he still gets considering he's the former. I mean, I get he's the former key, but it's just like let the dude be. <laughs> well, he's a tabloid fixture. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Dave, who you got coming up? Number three, I got the public. I have the public also. The people, oh. England's people. <laughs> yeah, they got. To, they're getting access to something that they they wouldn't have gotten access to. Yeah, good for and them. They almost didn't get access to. What? A, that's a weird coincidence. Shout out to Prince. I know it was like, should I put this non-entity of a person? Yeah, no, because uh, there's slim pickings for this episode of who to choose. Yeah, that's that's right. Well, you, the, yeah, the public they earned it. Well, who's number two? I disagree with you in a, a bit because I think I think Prince Philip gets away with. Oh my the production God. of the century. <laughs> you weren't watching this episode, man. You got to tune the pr- back in. <laughs> the production of the century. He directed the show. <laughs> he did not direct that. That'd be a huge reveal if Phil actually directed this episode of The Crown. Uh, this was his master plan, and maybe he bent the knee, and he knew he had to bend the knee. Uh-huh. He was. Be- I'm not saying he, he's in a great relationship and everything's fine, but he put on a great show. This episode is literally the representation of that meme of the dog sitting in a burning house saying everything is fine. <laughs> like, and you know what? I side with the dog. <laughs> everything is not fine with Phil. Like things are burning down. And, okay. He's about to get. He's about to be the fastest person to get his pilot's license in history. Look, you can put on like a huge production. You could still be broken inside. The man's broken. Well, I number, number two, two for you. I got Prince. Uh, I got Prince Phil. Um, uh, the Duke of Windsor's uh, wife. I got Duke of Windsor's wife. Uh, she's a Duchess now. Good for okay. her getting that Duchess title. You know who else right. got a Duchess title? Fergie, but not really. It matters. Oh. <laughs> we'll come to Connecticut. We'll take you to to Duchess restaurants. That's true. For listeners not from Connecticut, Duchess restaurants impeccable. Yep. <laughs> Actually run by but the let's Duke of Windsor's from family. Duchesses to num- number one's obvious, right? The Queen. It's the queen, the she hand got, of God. She got she got that God touch, and she got that crown. And then she got the people chanting, Save the queen! Save the queen! It literally looked like something from Mexico. Like It, it looked crazy. It's like, a, it's, it's like Rey Mysterio's WrestleMania outfit or something like that. You know, they got the 100,000 people in the football stadium. Wearing the mask. <laughs> yeah. With those cr- that crown. Yeah. Um, so good for her for finally getting that crown. She can, she can walk out of there. She did her family proud. She got it. Indeed. I do like how um, when they go to the funeral of Grandma and Phil leans over and is like, you know these same people are going to be at your your coronation and it's going to be exactly the same. You want that? And did you did you notice, and I noticed this in the, the King's funeral, 
the Qu- Queen Mary, they get like lowered into the church. Uh huh. That's weird. I, th- I think they're they're there. I think they're you can find them like in the tomb or something like that. Yeah, yeah, but it's one of those things where it's such a weird visual. I've been to many a funeral in my day, and they I've never seen a a casket lowered into the basement of the church. Yet. <laughs> that, yeah, that's true. That's true. We got, we got Who knows? Maybe you know how we 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 wanted to to get on like the red carpet of the Downton Abbey movie. Mm-hmm. Our goal for <laughs> the Crown Podcast <laughs> to be at the funeral of one of the royalty. Yeah, one of, Prince Philip. Prince Philip or one of those people wearing the crowns in the audience. I'm sure we can figure one of them. Yeah, out. Get, get us into one of those lower tier. You're crown Irish, wearers. right, Dave? Right. So like, I don't think they're letting me. In. <laughs> they're not letting you in. It's just not happening. Uh, not going to happen. All right. Well, I I think that covers it for this episode. This is a pretty good, pretty good up, pretty good up. An important episode. A Absolutely. nice follow up to the fog. Yeah, yeah. They finally. But you know what? You know what happened after this sixteen uh, month period? This is when Churchill's on borrowed time now. Okay. Well, we'll get there soon. Well, let's see. I mean, wouldn't it be funny if that's like not even brought up again? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all no. is well with Winston. Everything gets forgotten, and then like someone re- replaces Lifgow in, in the next season, and it's it's Brian Cox who comes in, in season yeah, three. Oh yeah, he's, he's back. <laughs> yeah, and then it's Gary Oldman by season five. Wouldn't it be great if they just like cut scenes from Darkest Hour somehow into this? I felt like they were borderline doing that with him in the bathtub and all that stuff. Like, oh yeah, definitely. And yeah. then the girl got hit by the bus, which never happened. <laughs> Um. Well, anyways, that's this episode. You want to follow us? Yep. I've been posting pictures of the the, the crown on on Instagram. They're, you know, it's funny. I, I pull these pictures from the internet, but they're not as high quality as as Down Abbey. So they just look fuzzy and out of focus. I mean, just screen pull up Netflix and screen cap. That's a lot of work. <laughs> hey. Okay. I'll, I'll work on it. But well, uh, I, th- I think with um with Downton Abbey in particular, there are a lot more episodic reviews online mm-hmm, for sure because it, you'd have to wait a week and you get somebody to to break it up whereas the crown it's just a netflix dump no one's yeah. looking at it episode by episode which is why we are the premier crown <laughs> podcast this is where you came for yeah yeah so until then you can follow us on instagram facebook twitter we still have yep. a patreon episode to our to our loyal we do to the 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 upstairs tier members we still have a whole suite of ones to on there if people ever well we don't have it available anymore but they're still there yeah we're, we're gonna I, I, let's work our way through the crown season one before we figure out exactly what our <laughs> next step our, in life is our patreon step is if and and give us some feedback we know that the there are a couple a handful of really vocal lords of grantham fans and we we love you guys so tell us what what are what do you like about the crown recap so far how you feeling about the remote telecommuting episodes you know, mm-hmm. hook us up. Let us know. It's e- it's how we, we want to engage with you guys. Yeah. Just keep it real. Yeah. So, you know, the coronation is over. It's time to – now the real fun starts. Yeah. Let's get to it. <laughs> more more royalty right. action. All right. So that about wraps it up. Yep. So we will see you next week. Next time. Lord's Grand Podcast. Right.